Welcome to the DSO Hygienist Podcast. I'm your host, Christine Deal. I'd like to thank our sponsor, Twice as Nice Uniforms. Dressing for success, infection control, and comfort is crucial for the DSO team. Not only do they need to look great and feel great, but they need to be dressed for safety. Your patients will notice when your team is dressed appropriately and your staff will perform better. Who better to help your team with these decisions than twice as nice uniforms? Owned by a seasoned dental hygienist, branding expert, fit specialist, and fashion model, twice as nice uniforms are designed to follow infection control and OSHA regulations. Alleviate the thermostat wars in your office with temperature regulating technology and provide long lasting professional looking scrubs, lab coats, and accessories. Custom uniform programs will take the burden of painstaking ordering, exchanges, and returns off your shoulders. It's proudly made in the USA. And Twice as Nice is giving our listeners a discount code TDH2024 to take advantage of this special offer. On this episode, our guest is Carlos Terrio. Carlos is a goal-oriented dental professional with a client-focused approach. He graduated from Rock Valley College in dental hygiene. With 11 years of experience in public health, he has marketed county public health dental programs, participated in school sealant programs, and served as as a liaison between clients and dental providers. Carlos's role also includes recruiting dentists, managing mobile clinics, and advocating for oral health through local government agencies. In addition to his educational and professional achievements, Carlos has volunteered with organizations such as the Northern Illinois Oral Cancer Foundation, earning him the Public Service Award. He has also received recent awards from his current employer, Elite Dental Partners, as the Traveling Hygienist, including the GOAT Award in Sales Excellence in Retail. Carlos is invited to his alma mater, Rock Valley College, during the pinning ceremonies to motivate and encourage students to seek alternative dental hygiene positions beyond the clinical operatory. Welcome, Carlos. I was so excited. I really, really wanted to talk to you. I love this concept about the traveling hygienist, but I really, really want to start with you telling us your story about how you got into dental hygiene and what made you decide to do that. My story into dental hygiene is pretty unique, and it is by like complete accidents that I went into dental hygiene or healthcare healthcare in general. It was not in my career path. I wanted to study business. A good friend of mine, Marielle, her dad had done my braces. He was an orthodontist, and when I was freshman year in college studying for business, she reached out to me, and her brother had just graduated dental school, opened a general practice, and we're looking for some help. I grew a passion for dental health, not even knowing it. Uh, I had worked several positions from desks, developing x-rays, back when we had like the automatic developers, Uh sterilization, lab work, forehanded dentistry. And I remember a patient was asking me, oh, so you want to study dentistry? I was like, no. (laughs) This is just a job for me. And, you know, Dr. Uh, Munoz had overheard me and was like, Carlos, you need to reconsider what you want to do with your life. Like, you cut onto this, like, really quick. I'm really surprised, you know, 
that you said you wanted to go into business. Like, this is my business, you know? So that really was like a fork in, in my life, in my career. And I'm so happy that I had this happen to me and that I took the, the right decision. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's really interesting. I know a lot of people that like worked in the dental field first and then decided to go to hygiene school, got that kind of in into it once they once they worked in the office. So how did you go from public health to a DSO? So from being in public health for 11 years, it was time for a change for me. Uh, I had been involved in school sealant programs, outreach programs, dental mobile clinics. I was a liaison, but I actually thought that my next path was going to be in dental sales. So I had actually interviewed twice for an account manager position in Oro Pharma, who distributes Arrestin and Osix for bone socket preservation. I'd also interviewed for a different position for Denti 8, who does voice perio, who actually we currently use in our clinics, which is an amazing product for seamless transition for the hygienist to, to perio charter, which is so easy. But I had a rough start, you know, transitioning into the DSO, interviewing through like LinkedIn and Monster, looking for, for positions. I did a couple of working interviews. I'm sure we, I'm, I think I had told you the story about going in for an interview where I was like quadruple booked and was supposed to be a working interview. Another one where there was a dog in the clinic licking my air water syringe. And I was the wow. only one thinking that this was, you know, not normal. No. <clears throat> so I had a, some very unique experiences, but uh, ultimately, I had reached out to Trish Kina, uh, the VP of Dental Hygiene for Elite Dental Partners, where I currently work. Uh, we previously had worked together for the uh, Northern Illinois Oral Cancer Foundation and had kept in contact sure. ever since. Um, kind of discussed my unique experiences <laughs> with interviews. We kind of talked about the, the shortage uh, that there was for dental hygienists and and how a lot of our offices were relying on, on temporary hygienists to fill positions. So my brain gears were working over time, and I kind of had a, a light bulb moment. So I was like, Trish, well, why don't you just create your own temp hygiene pool of employees? And that's where Carlos, the travel hygienist journey begins. Yeah, that is really interesting. I want to get more into that. Our, our DSO kind of has that too, where we kind of temp in-house, but you are actually more concentrated to do maternity leaves and vacations and things like that more specifically. Can you tell us a little bit more um, about how that works? Yeah. So I go to multiple offices. Usually we schedule a month or two in advance and I cover maternity leaves. I cover vacation time. Whenever there's a transition where a hygienist is leaving or an influx of patients or there's a new dentist that is onboarded and are looking for, for new patients, then you know I come in and help 
with with that transition. Yeah, that's really that's really awesome. I just again, I just love this concept. I think more and more DSOs should really do this. Now, what are kind of the pros or cons of your schedule? Do you have to travel a lot? Like how far do you travel? I would start off with some of the cons because I always like to end on a on a high note. And, and in my opinion, a position like this as a travel hygienist would not be for a new graduate, a new dental hygienist who who is starting off because there are there's a lot of dental equipment they still need to figure out their you know their their routine. I go to different offices and they have, for example, different x-ray holders, XCP rings, snap arrays, or they'll have a PA zone instead of a Cavitron, or, or they'll use a Nomad instead of the traditional x-ray head, or they'll have the, the wireless profi angles. Yeah. So you need some experience. Yes. And I think being in public health and, and working like in those school sealant programs and a mobile clinic really helped us out because it exposed us to so much. Mm. Also, obviously, you're going to be putting in a lot of miles in your car, but transitioning into the to pros, you're able to set those geographic boundaries on where you want to travel. Obviously, my restriction, besides being the state of Illinois, because I'm only able to practice here in the States, I was like in the Chicagoland area. But all of our clinics, some of the pros too, they're all managed the same, sort of say. They all have the same software. You, you report to, you know, like your office manager and, and, and the systems that are in place are in place in all the clinics. We are able to maximize our scope of practice in dental hygiene. So sometimes we do do general supervision when the dentist is not in the office Whenever they are in the office, you know, we're able to give that local anesthetic application, decay arresting medicaments, opportunity for assisted hygiene on our terms. So if uh, we see that we're able to have an assistant help us out and a profi or or a lot of times that happens with me is we'll have, you know, a walk-in or we'll have a new patient and the assistants will help taking the FMX and do the exam with the dentist and and kind of set them up for us. So that helps too. So that's yeah, kinda, that's really beneficial. Yeah. There's no time to get involved with office politics too. I know sometimes, you know, leave the drama at home, but we all know in, in hygiene, it always occurs in the office. But being sure. a trouble hygienist, you know, I'm not there for that. You know, like I'm there and then I kind of leave and then, as needed. So that's, that's always a plus. Yeah. And everybody loves have, the help. <laughs> yes. Yes. We also have a lot of access to our dental reps. So because I go to multiple offices, it's like intentionally they'll schedule our dental reps for when the travel hygienist Carlos is there. We're able to get a good rapport with them and get everything that's updated and, and techniques role-playing and able to to offer our patients, you know, the best dental care. Now, tell me a little bit, you touched on it about the technology and probing. Tell us a little bit more about that. Now, is that in available in every office? 
Yes. So we do have available by request, and it's highly encouraged. And I personally would encourage hygienists listening to to try it out. What we use at our office is uh, Denti AI. Jeff, our rep is amazing. There's a little cheat sheet that comes with it that you will quickly learn. You attach a microphone, you go into your perio charting, you click on the little button, and you start you know, three, two, three, three, two, three, and it follows, you know, jump to a certain tooth or to a certain surface, continue, or you will jump to gingival margin and do recession. You call out the numbers and there's a little click in the background that kind of confirms mm-hmm. that it picked up your, your numbers save so much time oh my gosh like having yeah. someone hey can you come in and right right just getting up chart. to get somebody yeah yeah or that's one thing like... I love about DSOs they usually have a lot of up-to-date technology which is really really awesome that we get the latest and greatest yes so besides the traveling that you're doing now you, you attracted you to your DSO was your relationship with Trish. Was there other things that when you were looking, did you interview with other DSOs or were you mainly, you know, had that relationship with her and that's kind of why you ended up with them? Well, I did interview with other offices and I was, I just felt so defeated and, you know, I knew Trish's worth work ethic is excellent, huge advocate for dental hygiene uh, and moving our profession forward. And, you know, it was so laid back when I felt defeated. And Trisha had invited me to two of her offices. There was something about those offices that were just so inviting, so streamlined and organized, you know, that ultimately made us, made me apply for the position that we had kind of talked about as the travel hygiene. She also linked me with our senior hygiene consultants, with Lee Dental Partners, Anjali. She is who's responsible for providing me with the resources and, and access to our dental reps to provide comprehensive dental care. For those of you who don't know Anjali, she's a little firecracker. She is, <laughs> she's amazing. She always puts me in a uncomfortable spots to grow personally, okay. professionally. And I always saw her, I was like, man, I really hate whenever you're like, okay, let's go ahead and role play. And I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> because I know it puts me in such a position where it's like, I really got to think at what I'm going to respond because she's going to knock it down and give me another response, give me another response, give me another response. And you're just like, it gets you out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Yes. But ultimately it makes you an amazing clinician. Yeah. To be able to relate to patients. Yes. What do you think some of the things that you do in your DSO that's unique to your DSO? Like, do you, how do you, like, how do you communicate in the office? So usually once we communicate in the office, we I'm in contact with our treatment coordinator most of the time. 
so we see our patients, we do everything we have to do, x-rays, perio charting, health history, all that. After the exam, then we communicate with the dentists. If there's any like pending treatment, we discuss, you know, what kind of hygiene needs to be done. And then our treatment coordinator walks in, they do their portion from whatever you recommend to do for in regards to treatments. And they kind of take it from there. Usually, you know, it's a dentist and treatment coordinator that kind of help that flow. As I said, sometimes when we have like a last minute walk in or doing a little bit of assisted hygiene, the assistants come into role and are able to, to help in that aspect. Now, do you have to go like get up and get the doctor or how does that work in your office or how do they let you know that your patient's there? So it depends. Some offices, you just have to get up and go and other office, we're lucky to have some radios that we keep on and in our ear and there's a little background chatter, but we're able to, to communicate throughout the whole office through the radio. So they'll be able to know if we're ready for an exam or if we're ready for checkout or if there's a new treatment plan or <clears throat> if there's anything else that you need and aren't unable to, to get up and go or someone else can help you or, or answer a quick question. We have those radios. Yeah, that's really, that's really neat. I, I, we have an intercom system, but um, I'm not really used to radio. And I think that's, that's really kind of neat. Yeah, I like the radios and, and, and it also keeping things a little bit more private because the intercom, like everyone can hear, but you know, it's, it's in your ear, only you can hear what everyone Yeah, And then you don't have to get up and leave your patient. That's also, that's also a big plus, I think. Yeah. And if there's too many people checking out all at once, you know, we have the patient stay in the room for a little bit, or we talk a little bit more about oral hygiene or whatnot. So that by the time they're ready, they know that we're ready. And then they'll say, all right, come on, Carlos, let's go ahead and check out. And then we'll bring them out. And the patient doesn't even know, you know, that we've been waiting for a couple of minutes. Well, I really, really appreciate your time today, Carlos. And I, again, I just think this traveling hygienist thing is going to catch on. I just think that is such a neat and unique position that you guys have created. And I just... I love it. So I'm very excited that you were taking some time out today. Thank you so much for being our guest. All right. You're very welcome. Thank you. Please follow or subscribe to receive notifications of upcoming episodes of the DSO Hygienist Podcast. I'd like to thank Twice as Nice Uniforms for sponsoring this episode. Don't forget the discount code TDH2024.